Mars. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour work week job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sportscope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sportscope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sportscope. I am live now. Had to do my little intro commercial there. Uh, before I start the program here, uh, last night's game in some form went the way I expected. Didn't think it would be that much of a blowout, but as I said before, I did call for Buffalo to win that game. Uh, they did so in, in convincingly fashion. And I do want to remind you all that I also said that teams that have, uh, that they play that the hardest schedule over the last 10 years, uh, barely get past the first round in the playoffs. If ever make the playoffs last year, Pittsburgh, uh, they did have the most difficult schedule in the NFL last year, and they did slide in. Of course, they were demolished in, in, in the first round there, but they, they had to get a lot of help. If you recall, uh, the Colts end up beating the, um, the Colts end up uh, uh, getting beat, excuse me, by the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars when being favored. They've lost every game uh, seven straight years in Jacksonville, that Colts team. So uh, I don't think it's the end of the world for the Rams. You know, I don't think it's the end of the world. I do think that they may have some offensive line issues there with Noteboom taking over for Whitworth. And I think they may. It's early. It's early, but I think they may have missed the boat on Allen Robertson. He had a horrible year last year, and he may well be, and I say the word may with emphasis because it's just one game, but he may be washed up. And they gave him like a $30 million um, extension. I thought to myself last night, maybe they should have went after Taryn Armstead, the left tackle from uh, the New Orleans Saints, instead of going after Allen Robertson when they already had uh, Van Jefferson and they've got Cooper Cup. Now, they traded away Robert Woods, okay? Uh, I, I think Les Snead may have uh, simply made a misstep there. It's early. It's one game, but he may have made a misstep there with not replacing uh, uh, Wentworth with a more formidable left tackle rather than the note boom guy that filled in a couple of games 
before him. It's all. It's one thing to fill in a few games. It's another thing to, to get a left tackle that's played several seasons and you, as a starter and went up to against really good pass rushers and, and see how consistent that player is, is on a week-in and week-out basis, okay? Uh, I've got Carlos Chavez going to come in a little bit later, and uh, we're going to discuss our Super Bowl picks and, and compare them, but I'm going to give you the AFC North real quick and the AFC South, and I'm going to give you my picks. Then I'll bring in Carlos. We'll go over our picks together, and we will uh, discuss that and also give you our season awards, but not too much into those seasons awards. So anyways, okay, so I'm, I'm at uh, the AFC North. I'm starting off with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Ravens had a boatload of injuries last year. Still won eight games, mind you. Still won eight games last year. Uh, they're supposed to have Ronnie Stanley back. Lamar Jackson, if you haven't heard the news, he's going to play on this $23 million fifth-year option. Uh, technically, Baltimore can walk away after this year if they want to. Or they can franchise him, and it's going to be way up there next year in the 40s, from what I understand. Uh, they can franchise him and trade him, or they can uh, or they they can simply let him walk if he gets really hurt. Both, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson is definitely betting on himself. And, you know, he, he really wants that $230 million guarantee that Watson got, and, and he's just simply – not worth it due to his rushing attempts. We talked about that before. Uh, the most rushing quarterback on the pace in the history of the game. Uh, he's been hurt twice. There's no way I would pay this guy. But I do like their roster. I do like what they did in the draft. Uh, I, I like the fact that they traded with Holloway Brown. Got another pick there. Uh, the safety out of Notre Dame. I like him. I like the center out of Iowa. I do think this is a really tough uh, really good roster here. I've got them going 10 and 7 this year. Uh, mind you, now, once Cleveland gets, once Cleveland gets, uh, um, yeah, yeah, Cleveland gets Deshaun Watson back, that, that rival is going to turn the other way. All right. Pittsburgh matches up really well with them. I want to say I've got them splitting with Pittsburgh. They got to play like at Tampa. Um, I, th- I think uh, I think New England play matches up really well against this team. Uh, I think Cincinnati is going to sweep them again. Okay, so I just got them going ten and seven. A lot of people more optimistic. I'm not one of those people about the Ravens, even though I like their roster. Okay, moving right along because I want to get time in here, plenty of time to talk to Carlos. Uh, Cincinnati. I'm going in just with the. Uh, the movement of this book. Now, Cincinnati, mind you folks, they won this division last year with a bad offensive line. Uh, they were, um, I want to see what their record was, 13 and 8. Is that is that right? I guess because once you count the Super Bowl, you know, you're counting playoffs and Super Bowl. So essentially this team, uh, they won their division last year. I don't see any reason why they're not going to win it this year. They've upgraded their offensive line. They've got right guard Alex Kapka from um, from Tampa center Ted 
uh, Karras from the Patriots, and Lyle Collins from Dallas. Now he is going to he is injured, uh, so I do think that this team is going to finish really well. They're about a fourteen and three to thirteen and four type of football team this year. I think they win this division uh, going away because of Jacoby Brissett's going to be playing 11 games with uh, with Cleveland, okay? He's going to be playing 11 games with Cleveland. I have no faith in this guy. And so if you look at the fact that uh, Mitch Trubisky is playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers and then possibly Kenny Pickett, and they already match up extremely well against this Baltimore team. Uh, mind you, before Baltimore really got their injuries, uh, I want to say that they, uh, on the October 24th, check this out, at Baltimore, the Bengals won 41-17. to Now they're going to have, now he's going to have more time. I know they were injured and all that, but now uh, Joe Burrow's going to have more t- uh, time to throw to, to those three receivers and another year under his belt. I think they're going to play really well. I don't think they were a uh, 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 flash in the pan by no means. Their safety to held out. He's going to be back. Uh, I think he signed his franchise tag or whatever. So he's going to have more time to throw. The defense played really well, all those interceptions. And, and I don't see any difference from last year to this year as far. Actually, I see this team being a little bit better. Of course, they're going to have a target on their back now. So without any uh, holding back, I definitely think they're going to win this division. Now, Cleveland, Cleveland's really planning for the future. I was really disappointed in the Cleveland Browns for what they did uh, and not signing back uh, uh, Casey Keenum. And, you know, they lost Jarvis Landry, but they picked up Amari Cooper. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, they still have one of the top five offensive lines in the NFL. But when you've got uh, your best player being suspended for 11 out of 17 games, I got this team coming in at 8 and 9 and finishing, I want to say, um, close to uh, in third place in the AFC North. Now, Pittsburgh, by the way, Pittsburgh's, uh, you know, Colin Coward mentioned this the other day, that they have one of the lowest uh, amount of money spent on their offensive line. That was one of their cheapest and one of the slowest amounts spent in the entire league on their offensive line. And by the way, they're either, they're, they're going either from 29th to 32nd in offensive line. They're way down there like the, like the Chicago Bears – Teams with bad offensive lines usually don't make the pl- the playoffs. And now, wait, it's another year under their belt. Maybe that changes this year. But when you've got Mitch Trubisky and that offensive line, I have little uh, faith in this team. I think that they end up finishing with six or seven wins. I do like George Pickens, the wide receivers, having a really good camp. I like what he's doing. But I think this is the first year that, that Mike Tomlin – goes under 500, and they really have to address that offensive line issue. Uh, Again, about the uh, Steelers, I do think that Kenny Pickett will probably take over. Let's see. Let me look at this schedule again. And maybe all this changes. I'm thinking Pickett will probably take over around week four. That's a home game against the Jets. Okay? 
and he may change very well change their uh, sorry about that pickles yeah uh so so i think they're going to finish in fourth place okay let's go back to the top cincinnati baltimore it finishes second cleveland with the the injuries to deshaun watson pittsburgh finishes fourth and mike tomlin uh first uh losing season for for mike tomlin okay now houston all right now houston if you're a houston texans fan you want one thing to see out of this season and it's not a super bowl you want to see if davis mills is going to be the guy uh played really well down the stretch uh, almost beat Tennessee and knocked them out of that one C, but they didn't. And uh, got better every game. Now, this this team, remember they fired uh, David Coley in the offseason, uh, hired his defensive coordinator, Lovey Smith. They fired him because he didn't want to fire some of his assistants uh, from what for my here out of Houston. Now, hired a defensive coordinator, uh, Lovey Smith, as the head coach. And we all know about the the trade of the um, the, the trade there of um, of the Sean Watson, and I want to say they got three first round picks. So I do like the fact that they did pick up a um, Derek Stingley, the the cornerback out of LSU. But that's the main thing, Davis Mills. Now this game, this team. Uh, I think I think that Davis Mills is going to be their franchise quarterback. They can win four games. If they can win six games this year and play well down the stretch against uh, Jacksonville, add in Indianapolis and Tennessee, even if those are losses because they got to play Kansas City during that stretch too, then I think you're in good shape if you are a Houston Texans fan. Uh, if you can win six games, and Davis Mills plays well those last four or five games, uh, which I think he probably will. I think this team is in the right. They're going to have extra draft picks. They're going to be drafting probably top five to seven this year in the draft. By the way, again, if you guys didn't tune in last night, uh, no team is going to go. I don't think no team's going to go winless in the season. And I, as good as Buffalo look, I don't think any team is, is going to go. Uh, 17 and 0. Okay. I just don't think that. All right. Indianapolis. All right. Now, the Colts, what? Now, I'll ever, this is Lindy's magazine. They're picking the Colts to finish first. Here's one thing that people are not mentioning about the Matt Ryan trade. The Colts had to pick up a lot of that salary during this trade. And the Colts also lost five starters on defense. Six starters on offense, two offensive linemen, and Darius Leonard, their best defensive player, a linebacker, he's not going to play Sunday at Houston. And Matt Ryan is 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 a more slow-footed, um, slower-footed Carson Wentz, in my opinion. So I, I just think that. And their secondary is ranked 23rd, despite the fact that they've got Stephon Gilmore, uh, who signed with this team. Now, Gilmore was a guy in his 30s. He played like three games last year with, with the Car uh, Carolina Panthers. He may be washed up. 
uh, the more I start looking into this. But they do have a 10th-ranked a uh, offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus. They're going to lean heavy on a Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I think they're going to play well in spots. They still got guys like DeForest Buckner there on the defensive line. So they're not terrible, but they're not as good as people are making them out to be. And so I've got them going eight and nine. Uh, they've got a really tough schedule. Uh, down the stretch, they play at Dallas before a bye week. They had a very late bye week. but And they have to play at Dallas December 4th, Monday after playing a Pittsburgh Steeler team. Okay? They got games like that. Then they got to play the Chargers down the stretch. Uh, they, they, they don't really have at, – at the New England Patriots, at, at the uh, Raiders, at Denver on a Thursday night. So it, it's really a tough schedule here for them. It's not as bad as last year, but it is a pretty tough schedule. Eight and nine. Now, Jacksonville. About the same boat as um, we talking Colts. I'm high on the Colts. I think they're going to be a good season. But I thought, yeah, and that's the thing. Matt Ryan is very slow, Brian. Uh, he's slow in the pocket. He gives up big leads. Uh, this defense has lost five starters. Their best player may not play. And he's not going to play this week. I don't know if he's going to – they. We're not real sure when Darius Leonard's going to play. Uh, they're still going to be leaning heavily on Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they've taken a lot of Matt Ryan's contract. It doesn't look as good as it did a few months ago. Once you start digging into the Colts, I got them going about eight and nine. You know, Matt Ryan is a key, not a good team to bet on. Yeah, and now Jacksonville, Matt, New York, that's why I'm trying to hurry up and get you on the program. Um, they could be a big sleeper here. This Lindy's Magazine's got them fourth. Uh, I got them third. I think they're going to win about six. Uh, they're going to win about six games, possibly seven. The, uh, they're going to upset some people. Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. I want to see how well Josh Allen, the other, the pass rusher, how well they play. Remember this team, uh, pro football focus, by the way, has their secondary higher rated than the Indianapolis with that pass rush. They're going to win some games. Okay. Uh, Doug Peterson's a new coach now. Got past the Urban Meyer stuff. Uh, this team is probably a year off from playoff contention, but they're going to be in probably 12 to 13 games this year. There's not going to be blown out a lot. And I think they'll lose some one score games. Uh, they could mess around and win the division, but I don't think so. I think that's a little bit premature for Jacksonville. So I think they're probably a six to seven win team. That's all you can hope for. And Trevor Lawrence takes that next step. You get another good draft behind you. You're going to have plenty of cap room there. Uh, this team has a pretty bright future, and we're going to see that uh, this week. I actually got them beating Washington. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Brian says, I just see what Jarrett looks like with some stability around him. He's a fantastic. Yes, he was. And sometimes he looked flawless there, Brian. Uh, Tennessee, last but not least. Uh, now, Tennessee lost Harold Landry. 
their best pass rusher a week ago. That kind of uh, caused some concern there. But I, I was looking at their secondary, and uh, Amari Hooker just signed a three-year extension with Tennessee. Uh, Pro Football Focus has them in 11th-ranked uh, secondary uh, in, in the uh, NFL, which is pretty good. Now, they did trade A.J. Brown. Uh, this um, – oh, God, what's this guy's name? Uh, Trayvon Burks has had an underwhelming count, but Robert Woods has had a really good count. Uh, Keel Westbrook, the other wide receivers, had a good count. They did lose Roger Seifeld also in uh, to the Buffalo Bills, who looks really good. But they've got Derrick Henry. They drafted Hassan ha- uh, Haskins. And quite frankly, they still have a pretty good defense. They've got uh, eight defensive players coming back here. Uh, secondary is going to be better. Still got a guy like uh, Dino Altry. Bud Dupree is going to have to step up for this team. Uh, my issue with them is that uh, Brian Tannehill's like $38 million cap hit. And so that's going to take them out of the Super Bowl window for me. Uh, Malik Willis, they drafted Malik Willis in the third round. He's very raw, but he is somewhat athletic. Nine and eight. I got Tennessee joking around about this with the Northeast streaming guys. I got Tennessee nine and eight, squeaking by, winning this division by one game, getting the fourth seed in the AFC. Uh, my AFC playoff picture here, and I'm going to compare it with Carlos here in just a second. Uh, the one seed, just do a recap. Buffalo's got the one seed. Uh, they will have the bye week. Uh, Cincinnati will have the two seed. I don't think last year was a fluke. They've upgraded their offensive line. Kansas City, uh, I like where they've upgraded. Uh, Their offensive line is going to be that much better. Their offense will be more efficient. Uh, They have a uh, a rookie cornerback. That's my concern. But they've also got another pass rusher out of Purdue to uh, help out with Chris Jones and Frank Clark. So I think they're going to be better in spots than people give them credit for. I got them as a three seed, and I just mentioned Tennessee as a four. So those are your four division winners. Uh, my wild cards are going to be um, – my top wild card is going to be Denver, okay? Denver out of the West, followed by um, the, the L.A. Chargers and the New England Patriots. The Baltimore Ravens and Miami Dolphins just missed the playoffs here. Okay. So I'll have for wild card uh, Cincinnati hosting uh, New England. They beat New England. Uh, the Chargers upset the Kansas City Chiefs. They upset the Kansas City Chiefs at home. Okay. Uh, remember, Buffalo was off. And uh, Denver, Denver upsets Tennessee. Okay. So Buffalo. In the uh, divisional round, Buffalo will play the Chargers. That'll be a great game if that happens. Buffalo beats the Chargers. Cincinnati hosts Denver. Uh, Cincinnati beats Denver. Cincinnati at Buffalo. Buffalo gets to the Super Bowl. Okay? Uh, Real quick, Carlos, and uh, and I'm going to bring you on. NFC, number one seed, San Francisco. I like the fact that Brandon Ayuk, I'm hearing he's going to have a breakout year. I like the way that Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance thing is set up. Kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Brock Osweiler and Peyton Manning situation. Uh, 
Some magazines have them as the best defense coming in. Their secondary shored up. Their pass rush, uh, running game, a lot of balance there, a lot of experience. NFC Championship game last year, okay? Uh, got them as the one seed. Uh, two seed, Green Bay. They don't quite get the one seed this year. Three seeds, Tampa. They get it together, okay? I got Dallas squeaking out in the NFC East as a four seed. Uh, the five seed is the L.A. Rams. I know they look bad, but I think they'll get it back together. The sixth is the Philadelphia Eagles, followed by the lowly uh, Arizona Cardinals. Now, that could be a Carolina Panther team. That could be a New Orleans Saint team, okay? So, round wild card. Green Bay, they knock off Arizona at home. Tampa beats Philadelphia at home, kind of like last year, right? And uh, Dallas, they get beat by the Rams, all right? Divisional round, San Francisco's the one seed. They they match up really well against the Rams. They beat the Rams. Uh, Tampa's, it, Tampa will play at Green Bay. Uh, Tampa beats Green Bay again, and San Francisco will beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, San Francisco will play against the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, and Buffalo finally gets off the schneid and wins the Super Bowl. And I want to bring in Carlos, mad New Yorker, Chavez, onto the program. Uh, so you've heard my my layout here. Now, if you want to start with the AFC, Carlos, and just give me yours. I've got them printed out, but we want to hear the audience here. Uh, what is your take? Okay, just start off. NFC divisional winners. You can start east to west, west to east. Uh, doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I got the. How's it going, everybody? And thanks for having me on, uh, Robert. And um, I, I kind of hearing what you're saying, but I ain't gonna pick it up. Um, I got something else, uh, a little bit something different around here. I got you got um, a different philosophy. I looked at your picks before the program here. They got them in an email. Yeah, I got um. Explain so yourself. <laughs> so I got the wild card, the, the wild card rounds. I got Rams uh, facing the Vikings. Okay, and, now uh, who, who's, who is your? Okay, you want to go NFC first? Now, who can do you have your one seed and everything uh, memorized? No, nah, like, uh, I got them. I got them listed here. Okay. Um. So, um, AFC East. We'll start there. Uh, okay. Buffalo uh, winning out the East, but uh, going eleven and six. Miami squeaking right next to them um, with the nine and eight, maybe maybe eight and nine. They they might they might squeak in another another win. Um, I don't okay. think they'll make the playoffs, but they'll be they'll be up there. And then um, I have New England coming in at uh, in third, and then the Jets coming in at last. So okay, I don't I don't think New England will be a factor this year. Uh, they weren't a factor much last year as as far as like maybe playing playing small in some big games. Um, you know and. I, I feel like Belichick is passes. You know, he's he needs to move on and do other things. Okay. Um. You know, there's too much going on, and Belichick is one of those people who's like steady Eddie, and right now there's too much going on for him, and I, I don't think he can, I don't think he can rein in the the, the forces and, and and get everything together there. So, uh, okay. it's just too it's just, it's just too much for him over there, in uh, in New England. So, um. But um, that's the that's the AFC East that I got going on there. Uh, move on to the AFC North. Yeah. Okay. I got Baltimore coming in at 12 and five. Okay. Uh, I think Lamar is going to play out um, and probably end up moving, moving out of, out of Baltimore. And he's going to, he's going to leave Okay. Um, people with some heavy hearts there. So 
Um, that's that's so, what okay, I got. So you, you're saying ball, he he's going they're they're going to win the division and yeah. he's not going to come back to Baltimore. Yeah. Who's going to sign him? I mean, look, any team in New York is well welcome. The Jets, <laughs> the Giants, the Jets or the Giants. You know, he's a, you know, he's he's an MVP caliber, you know, QB, and he he's not playing with the MVP cal- caliber uh, offensive coordinator. You know, the coordinator there is lacking, and um, I, I think the that you know they could they could have done a lot better in the last three you know last two seasons he was there, but okay. you know they had a lot of injuries too that didn't that didn't help so. But you know, so you got them winning the North now. Who? Okay, who's in the second there in the North? And uh, um, so I got the um, uh, one second here. I got uh, Cincinnati coming back. Okay. Um, and I think they'll win a couple more games more than than Pittsburgh. I have them in third, and then I have uh, the Cleveland Browns in last in that division. Okay. That makes sense. And then the I um, yeah. So I'll move over to the South. I got okay. the Tennessee Titans uh, closing out that that division. Um, okay. The Colts, uh, you have them eight and nine. I have them nine and eight, but you can flip flop. I think they're going to lose, you know, about the same amount of games. You know, yeah. So we, we agree there. Uh, Jacksonville is going to get a little bit better, but I, I I have Jacksonville and the Texans at in around five to six games winning. And so, yeah. um, you know, and yeah, same here. About about the same there. They'll beat somebody they're not supposed to. Right. Right. Every year, they'll have one upset, maybe, maybe two, and they'll yeah, and be in a, a lot of games this and year. And that's what you expect from a team like like the Jacksonville Jaguars and, yeah. and even like the Dolphins. They just go in there in their division and, and and win a game or steal a game here and there and mess up, you know, the the top two, <laughs> the top two contenders. They usually do every year. Yeah. Uh, moving over to AFC West, I have the Chiefs uh, getting that winning that division. The Chargers right underneath them, and uh, right. Broncos underneath them. Um, I think all three of those teams are going to come close uh, to ten and seven, man. Like, you know, yeah. you can flip flop them. Yeah, I have a lot of twelve and five with, with the West, man. It's it's crazy the way yeah. the the West is. I don't think the Raiders. I think the Raiders are slightly overrated. There's a little too much hype on Devontae Adams. Uh, well, the problem this with magazine the Raiders- is picking the Raiders to win. Lindy's magazine, it's a pretty popular magazine. They're picking the Raiders to win the West. Yeah, and so so the so the theory there is that all three of those teams are gonna beat are gonna beat up on each other. Yeah, and and somebody's gonna win, you know, those those two games in a row from steal two games from somebody, right? So yeah, um, that's that's why that that they're probably thinking that uh, McDaniel's with his the way he's used to uh, coaching in the, in, in the AFC East and bunk, bunkering down on some of these games, you know, where 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 they're just like fourteen to seven and you know it's terrible games to watch you know he, he can set you up and he can put you in that predicament you know with yeah. his gameplay so um it's a possibility that you you'll have two two or three of those teams battling it out you know and, lo- and losing the game that they're not really supposed to yeah um and yeah i mean the chargers are young you know um great quarterback nice receivers decent running game um the health health is a thing for the chargers um, even though they're young and fast, they, they got to stay healthy. Uh, Bosa yeah. needs to stay healthy. Uh, you know, like they, they picked up a few more defenders. This year. They they have a stacked team on paper, but paper is beautiful until you start playing. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah, and that coach, uh, whatever people say, and I know Jim Jeffcoat, former Dallas Cowboy, agreed that uh, they have to make the playoffs this year. They spent a lot of money. 
They got a really talented quarterback. If they don't, Staley's going to get fired. And I guarantee you, they're going to call Sean Payton's agent. Uh, he's going to be the first guy they call. They may go after a Jim Harbaugh. I know he said something. I love Michigan. There's going to be a lot of talented coaches who want to work with a guy like Justin Herbert on that rookie contract and that talent around him for at least, uh, what is this? This is third year. Yeah, year four and year five where that salary doesn't explode. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah they're going to get a lot of suitors. The, the the biggest issue is in, in, in on Chargers is is ownership, right? Um, and it leaks down to to management and and it and you know so what's the is, issue? It's you well, the, owner, the, the ownership flip flops, the... right? The ownership says one thing and then do they do another? So oh okay, you know. Yeah. And then right now, right now they want to win, so they're spending a lot of money, which is looks good on paper, right? Yeah. If you're if you're the you're on the okay. side receiving a check, but you know, after a while, something about something about that leadership and management team just kind of doesn't. You know, it wears people out. You know what I'm saying? So. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, is that everybody? Okay. So, so let's go over your AFC playoff picture then. So my playoff picture, I have. Um, let's see here. Let's I got see. the Ravens and on the wild card uh, going against the Broncos. Okay. I have um, the the Bills. Second. The Bills. Let me see if I can. I have find the Bills going, uh, playing the Bengals. Okay. And then beating the Bengals, and then I have the Chiefs playing the, uh, over the Colts. Okay. The and then Colts? On the, you got the Colts in. Yeah, I mean, as a wild card. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's hard. It was. You're, it was you're saying split. that the West is going to beat each other so down that. Uh, they're going to be close to 500. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, well, a couple of those teams. That's why I have yeah. the Colts sneaking in. But, I mean, that that's one of those that, that even you you were mentioning off of your picks. That could go either way, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, and we're, we're just going to have to see, right? That's what's going to be exciting about this season. In the divisional round, I have the, uh, the Chiefs over the Bills. Okay. And I have the Titans over the Ravens. And then the ch- championship game, I have the Titans over the Chiefs. And I have the Titans oh. going in, into the Super Bowl. Okay, so why – okay, now, mind the audience here. Uh, the Titans have lost Harold Landry, their best pass rusher. Right. Uh, they lost Janoris Jenkins. Now, they mm-hmm. have a young secondary, but they they're in the second third year. Right, they have a great fast secondary. Uh, yeah. They're getting a lot of high grades coming out of the preseason um, for them, even these guys, some of these guys to even make the squad. Um, what I'm looking at at this Tennessee team is that um, the West is so deep. Uh, in the AFC that they're going to beat, beat each other up. And AFC South is one of those that the Tennessee Titans can win because they got a steady head at, at uh, great coaching uh, on, yeah. on, on that, on that side of uh, they have also, you know, Tannehill is one of those guys who can be a, who can be an asset. And, and right now he has to play for his career. If he doesn't yeah. play out his, his contract, he's never going to be a, a, a starter anymore. And next year he's he's not he, he might not even get a, a backup job, you know he's gonna fall heavy. Okay. So he's got to make he's got to make you know make that count. And on top of that, Henry's coming back. Um, everybody's yeah. saying that he looks stronger and faster after that injury. Okay. So um, and look, this that's a defense there that um, last year was very underrated. They didn't they didn't have Henry on the roster for much of the season. Um, Julio Jones wasn't there much. 
and and they did they played very well um yeah and, and what were they uh they were 12, 12 and, and five i think 12 and five yeah and, and, and um they had a monday night game where they had a defensive stand against the buffalo bills one of the most exciting yeah. um um teams out there last year and even this year so you know a lot of people just you know they're going they're seeing these these teams and these rosters and and you know stability and camaraderie and esprit de corps accounts for something and tennessee's right there and and i think they're gonna um they're gonna um they're gonna make good on that you know and yeah robert yeah. woods i don't think robert woods is gonna be a big a huge key uh in tennessee it's gonna be more of the young talent that's gonna bring in that they they yeah. brought in with, with the defense that they have already so and and of course derrick henry um i i even have him as a candidate for mvp this year so oh wow so uh you are the Harold Landry doesn't concern you. AJ Brown, you saw how 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 much he connected with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Trayvon Burks has had a mediocre camp, so you're okay with going with this new receiving core. It, right now, listen. Right now, it, it's not. It's it's all about Tannehill. If Tannehill, you know, if he says that he's okay and he went to go see somebody to get his head straight, that's then, what he said. Yeah, you know, then the Titans will be okay, mind you. The, the Titans lost all their almost all their all stars that that other tools and, and special players that they had last year. Um, yeah. and and Tannehill was okay until they all came back. When they all came back, yeah. he was just a sitting duck back then. He didn't know what to do, didn't know how to handle it, and he wasn't you know he wasn't sure of himself. And 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 he gave up a lot of plays that he could have just ran for a few yards and 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 you know made some first downs in, in that game. So in, in that last game he played so. Um, you know, this, wherever Tannehill goes, this team will go. And and wow. Henry Henry's just gonna Henry's just gonna make it sweeter, right? He's just gonna pound the ball. So you know, yeah. that, that's and and that defense, that defense is already used to having people coming in and out, um, adding people at the uh, towards the middle of the season, adding people at the end of the season. Um, so it and, and it's you know, and that's a good coach, man. Like you know, the Titans have been you know, rated in the top five. To top ten defensive crews in the last five years, like so, yeah. there's a lot of consistency there. Um, they know they they know how to um, control a game. Sometimes they're exposed because they try, you know, they've tried to rush, you know, heavy sometimes with some of the players that they had. But these are yeah. things that that all depend on you know players coming in and out, and and they play they play their defensive players to the skill level and to the speed that they're supposed to. So they get a lot of, out of their defense, and and that's why I've got I've got them rated. Um, going into to the Super Bowl. So what what is your issue with uh, the popular Buffalo Bills? What how could why do you don't see them going? Well, even last even last night, um, and, and, and I did a post game report with uh, the buffoons. And if you guys get an uh, opportunity to watch that, you could, you know we did a post game yeah. report. Um, the the thing with the Bills is that they 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 don't have a balanced attack, and their front still doesn't protect um, doesn't protect the quarterback as, as much as they should. Um, as much as he's a player, he's a game player. He's he's an asset yeah. to have. He's you know he's a playmaker. Um, you can't have your quarterback rushing, having more yards than your running back. You just can't. Yes. And 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 that's 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 a big problem. And um and so Buffalo has to figure that out. Um, they need to use Saffold, you know, a little bit more. Yeah. You know, they got him yeah. for a reason. Um, and, and we yeah, talked about him. Terry had a good ten yard run there. <laughs> Uh, on first down when they knew it was going to be a running play and they couldn't stop it anyways. Uh, yeah, that is my biggest concern. I was talking to my dad about that last night with uh, with Buffalo. 
uh, that was my concern coming in. Why are you running a quarterback that much? Okay, this is Lamar Jackson stuff. He does not need. That's why they spent that money on Sal. I think they paid him like ten million dollars. Uh, and, and you know, Ken Dorsey has been a, a a quarterback coach with them for years, so it's not like he's a new kid in town. Right. He know he's worked with under Brian the ball. Uh, that's the biggest issue that I have. Uh, the fact that he knows not to do that. And they're still calling plays for uh, Allen to run the football himself. That is my biggest fear of the Buffalo Bills, not just for this year, but going forward, and especially when they're going to start paying uh, Allen, you know, 40-something million dollars a year. Yeah, and and um, so our li- listeners need to understand that we're not saying that Allen isn't the type of player that can can take the hits or that he's he's not, you know, like he's, he shouldn't be running the ball. It's the mere fact of it's called balance and consistency. And, yeah. and and if you're if you're if your quarterback is taking away the carries from your running back, then why why even have him back back there? You know, um, and, and you you want to build you want an opportunity for your quarterback to play off of the running game, which is you know ba- a basic necessity to to attacking you know the the outside and then going back towards the middle, throwing the ball in the middle. So, and when Allen's just there and he's running it. Um, uh, the Rams yesterday just got stuck staring at the at the backfield, hoping that they were going to run the ball. And 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 um, the Bills did for a little bit, but yeah. then you know Allen exposed their, their secondary. Right, he saw a lot of open opportunities. And and now, mind you, a lot of those throws he made, they weren't really like straight to the wide receiver. They were just in, in space, and the wide receivers got to the ball. So yeah. um, he's credit, throwing you know, these guys open. That's what yeah, Lamar yeah. needs to learn. Yeah, and that's a good credit to, to those wide receivers work, working hard and, and, and making him look good as well. So, but it's, he's not a he's not a bad thrower. I'm not saying he's not accurate, but he's he's on the run too much, and he has he needs to use all his all his assets. Like you know, there's no you and and they will eventually. I feel like they'll balance it out. They even got a, a third string running back in Cooks. He only touched the ball one time, yeah. but he he's a he's a good asset to that's have. Devin Cook. Um... The, the running back out of Minnesota, that's his brother. He came from the National Championship Georgia uh, mm-hmm. football team, by the way, for those of you who may not know that in the audience. Uh, you know, Josh Allen was getting rid of the ball really quickly. I like Jay Crowder, former Jet, former uh, Washington mm-hmm. uh, uh, football player there. He's got a he's – a, he's better than Cole Beasley. He's about three years younger than Cole Beasley. Uh, they don't have a lot of weaknesses. I think the Bills are the Bills. Is, what what do they punt like two times in the last three games? They have some crazy – they're not even punting the ball. No, they're not punting. <laughs> they're not yeah, punting that at is, all. That's how good they are right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the, the third down conversion is, is outrageous. Um, but, again, you, you – and and the good thing for them is they they, they up the, up the ante on defense, right? They – they they solidified the defense, bringing in Von Miller and and yeah. and uh, having another pass rusher. So uh, and Frazier, you know, he as a coach, he did a great job at, yeah. as a defensive coordinator yesterday against the Rams, uh, allowing allowing the Bills to to make sure that the Ram, the Rams didn't get an opportunity to to catch up after the after they caught up the first time. So um, the, everything played played in their favor yesterday. Uh, the Rams did a poor job in in, in all facets of the game. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, you know, they didn't take advantage of, of, of their home position, which is a fairly yeah. new home for them anyways. They no, didn't take it, you know, they didn't take advantage of uh, they didn't make a running game. They didn't produce a running game. Um, their yeah. defense was uh, run heavy and, and they allowed the secondary to just kind of fall, 
you know, fall forward instead of, you know, get back there and, and cover and, and cover and cover these guys are getting open. But, you know, they'll they'll come back out from there and they'll they have to change. But again, um, that offense, it is what it is when you play that Shanahan system. Right. This is why I keep telling you guys, you yeah. know, a lot of it's a copycat league. A lot of guys are playing the system. Uh, you expose your quarterback, even though you give him a lot of high percentage opportunities, you expose them. And Von, you know what? How many times did he get sacked? Stafford got sacked like seven times, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Pickle says, yeah, uh, so, seven times there. That kind of so, reminds me. But that's me. the Shanahan system for you. You know, that's that's how it works. You don't you don't have, you know, you put you put a third tight end in there, or you put an extra uh, receiver in there, and and your 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 flanks are, are open. So you know yeah, that's what happens. I think, I think they made a big mistake with um, Note Boom not bring. Uh, they put that money in Allen Robertson, and I'm thinking they should have put that money for Allen Robertson into uh, Terry Armstead, somebody like that. He he's the left tackle that mm-hmm. that left out of uh, the Saints that went to the Dolphins. Uh, he missed the mark. I think they got they're a little too high on that left tackle. Left tackle is a big deal when you got a quarterback that's not that athletic. Via uh, uh, Matt Stafford. And, and Steph- there's probably thinking that today. They're thinking, oh, my God. And you Stafford's know. still kind of hurt. You know, he's got that arm injury. Tendonitis. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah both. So, like, um, so that, you know, who who knows if, if that that's going to linger, right? Um, And they were exposed yesterday. They missed that Whitmore a lot, you know. They, they're missing that O-line, man. And we even made fun of, of, of the fact that, you know, they were so exposed. They need to bring somebody back, even like somebody like Orlando Pace. <laughs> or share, you, know, some, you know some of those older guys so that used to play on the Rams. Fisher, you know he's a free agent. He yeah, used to you know, play so. with the Colts in Kansas City. Uh, okay, so what what is your argument for uh, Cincinnati not going back? Uh, they're still kind of young. They didn't really make that many improvements uh, last year from last year to this year. Um, Bar- we still got it. We still don't know what Burrow is. Um, you know, even though he got Jamar Chase and he's got he's got a lot of talent, fast wide receivers, but yeah, is he is he gonna give them the ball? Is he gonna get them the ball? And and they still got and they're gonna run the ball, of course. And um, but mix mixing's like, you know, I, I thought I, I myself thought they should have run in another running back, you know, just to compliment him or yeah. help him well, out. They because- probably got a third or fourth stream guy. I haven't checked their their depth chart there. Um they do have a guy that's good out of the backfield. He's more of a third-down pass catcher. Uh, I just like the fact that they've added three new offensive linemen. Uh, I, I, I would not have drafted Jamar Chase. I know he won Rookie of the Year and all that. They still had uh, two other wide receivers they could have played with. I would have took a guy like Panay Sewell. He got hurt in the Super Bowl. Uh, he was hurt the year before that. And now they've addressed that offensive line. Uh, my thing is, since 1994, uh, no other team not named New England has lost the Super Bowl and got back. I yeah. think there's something to that. Uh, there could be, but, like, again, uh, I, and, Brian, I, I, I do think that Joe Burrow will be great, will be good. I think they're just making him great before he, he he's before he's actually getting there. Um, and, and I say that because – if Joe Burrow doesn't play, you know, they're still going to be able to make those plays with the wide, you know, with those wide receivers. Probably so. 
And if not, they'll, they'll just run the ball, right? So, yeah. um, you know. Oh, you're trying to say it's more about the receivers than Burrow? Well, I, I think that he's got a lot of assets, right? And yeah. um, Oh, yeah. And Dick, you saw I need to get on the same page. And listen, if you got a, a – and I'm not I'm not going to say that Allen is, 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 is the – or even Mahomes is, you know, they're the me- – you know, that's the mecca, but like – of QBs, but you know, you need those game player guys. You know, those guys are going to continue to play, keep you in the game and you need, you need to score, man. You need to score 27 plus games, uh, uh, 27 plus in the game, you know? And if if you can't get those points, man, uh, that the defense has a lot to do, you know, the defense got to win the ball back and get you back in the game. And and if you look at the time possession yesterday, for instance, in an example, um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't off by much. The team. Both teams had the ball almost about the same amount of time. It's yeah. what they did with the ball. You know, it's the plays that they made with the ball that that had that that made all the difference in the game, right? And and even like um, the Bills had turnovers, right? They they had a few interceptions, of yeah. uh, a fumble, like. But the the Rams didn't capitalize on on, on too many of those situations. So, you know. Yeah. And. Well, and that's what yeah. I feel like Cincinnati is going to be like, you know, just trying to get through the game instead of trying to beat people up, you know, because they didn't beat up a lot of teams. They they won a few games yeah. outright last year, but they well, didn't beat up a lot of teams. I think they'll probably do that this year with a better line, though. I hope – that's the hope, but, you know, until you see it, you can't – you know, you can't bank yeah. on that, right? You can't bet yeah, on I, that. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, let's just go to the AFC. So – or the NFC. All right. Um now, who do you got representing the end? Did you say Tampa? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with the old heads for the NFC, like yeah. um, consistency. And uh, at the wild card, I have the Rams uh, playing the Vikings. Okay. And uh, winning there. And then I have the Packers playing the Cowboys. And um, and w- there. And then, I have the, uh, and then I have the Eagles. So who's winning that Cracker game? Green Bay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then I have the the Rams over the Packers and then the Bucks over the 49ers. And I have the 49ers in there. Now who's in the Super Bowl? Tampa? Yeah, I have Tampa in the Super Bowl. Okay. I have them beating the Rams. I have uh, the Bucks versus the Titans. And you got the Bucks and the Titans in the Super Bowl. Now, you know, the more I study the Bucks, the less I'm concerned about the fact that uh people saying, well, the this, this and that about the center. I think Brady can work with the center. Uh, it's the guard. The, his right guard is my only concern. But mm. the left guard there, that's your running guard. Right. So Brady's left, that's Shaq Mason. We know what he did in New England. And the left tackle is, I think it's Thriston Worse. The right tackle is the same guy. So I think that is a little bit of media hype uh, looking to cover air time. So I could very well see uh, Tampa – Getting back to the Super Bowl, I just like the way that that the 49ers are built, uh, you know, from top to bottom, man. And but I wouldn't be surprised, my, because I I don't have any strong conviction of any team in the NFC this year. I mean, right. I, this is this is the least conviction I've had probably in ten or fifteen years. Right, because Brady's forty five years old, man. Yeah, and well, uh, and the thing is. But he's also the kind of competitor and, and and the kind of human that's like he he you know he's bothered by not being able to go back to the Super Bowl last year, like you know yeah. that's you know he's there's if there's a chip on his shoulder 
he's going to take advantage of that, you know, and, yeah. and him not being in the Super Bowl last year and then going through all, all this retirement and, and the way it came out and then, and then coming back, he's, he's going to, he's going to be ready. I think you're going to see, um, a, he's going to be a lot freer with the offense now that, you know, um, the coaches moved into the management yeah, uh, position. Marriage is not there. Yeah. And, and, and he works very well with the coordinator there and, and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be a diff, uh they're going to be a little different as far as pace. The pace is going to be yeah. a little faster and and they're in a division that allows them to to excel, right? The division is strong right now. Yeah. The Saints are hurting, the Falcons are only up, uh you know, and um and and so you are going to see that uh like they're going to come out of there and and then when they have the opportunity to play these teams, they're going to play up to competition, not down to competition. And that's what I like about Brady is that even yeah. though in, in, in division wise, you know, they, they kind of level off when they go outside and play these bigger teams, they, they go out and play hard, you know? Yeah. And that defense, you know, Bowles is the coach. Now that defense yeah. isn't going to lose a step. Yeah. You know? I, I, let me say this for the audience. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, remember in the past that their secondary was their biggest Achilles heel like Tennessee their secondary is in the top 10. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, guys like Carlton Davis, they're getting more years. They, You know, you hear the term young secondary, young secondary. Uh, you want guys three, four years, two, three, four, five years in the league in, in your secondary, okay? It's very important, particularly those cornerbacks. So uh, I think they're going to be really good. And, and mind you, they're still one of the top five run defensive teams in the league already. Right. Okay. The only players they really lost was guys like Adamic and Sue, who his better days are behind him, anyways. You still they, got they, Vita Vita. You know, you know who Vita Vita is? That's a big yeah. run stopper there. You know, yeah, Devin right. White, they got some really fast linebackers too. And and the good thing about not signing Sue, it was that is that now they don't they get rid of those penalties, right? Yeah. Every yeah, time he, Sue he, plays, he's he, 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 Heavy penalty, and, and not just – I'm not saying he has a mean streak, you know, which, which you know, he, he's just a competitive guy, but yeah. um, the penalties that they get for, for offsides and, and just small things, that those get those get tossed out when he leaves, right, because he's he's one yeah. of those guys that's trying to get are an you advantage. On, are you on Twitter, by the way? Am I on Twitter right now? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you that's know? what Brian was asking. What do you mean, like Twitter? Like, Oh, yeah, are yeah, you, yeah. You have a handle? Yeah, you, you don't you, even you, follow me on Twitter, man. What are you doing? <laughs> you got to follow me at our Butler. I've got uh, your boy Dan. I shout out to him. I've uh, got about two hundred followers just by you know following some of his folks. But uh, that's what Brian asked. You gotta you gotta find me on there. Chief. Yeah, I'm at the Mad New Yorker. You can find me. You can find okay. me. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, that that'll be easy enough. But uh, like you said, there is a good my second team. If it's not San Francisco, I would go with Tampa. And you, you know uh, why? I don't, and you know why I don't like San Francisco already. <laughs> well, you're just not a big Sh uh, Kyle, uh, Shanahan guy. It's just uh, that play, that playbook doesn't allow for the the only reason McVay won last year the Super Bowl with the Rams was that he his his defense was actually top rated top heavy, right? It wasn't yeah. the offense that that ran away with 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 that Super Bowl. It was the defense that that kept kept them in the game and gave them all the opportunities in the Where world. Donald and and, yeah. and of course Ramsey and on the back end there. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. It's the, the the Shanahan playbook is copycatted throughout the whole NFL, but it, it it allow it doesn't allow for the quarterbacks to to actually be better 
accurate wise. It gives them fast throws and allows them to to you know to create fast. But sometimes not all these quarterbacks are brought up like that, right? So yeah. you think about it, man. Three point five seconds to throw the ball. Come on, man. You know, yeah, I do like the physical running game. See, now, see, his dad was Mike Shanahan, and Mike Shanahan and Gary Kubiak. Uh, that goes all the way back to the Denver Broncos teams that won the Super Bowl. That zone, I love that zone blocking scheme. Right, but they were different. They were they had different schemes because they had different players. Again, they had running backs like uh, Terrell Davis. You know, yeah. they they called him TD for a reason, yeah. man. You know, and and you know the Rams, Acres is not that kind of. Running back, um, you know, and he, but he played, he played hard for them yeah. last year in the Super Bowl. So you know that allowed that allowed for more for Stafford to throw the ball more to Cooper Cup. Yeah, so, I do think McVeigh's offense is a little bit different because he he does throw, but he does more spread and throw. Cal uh, uh, Shanahan does these long twelve play drive physical. You know, get get your tight end involved, uh, George Kittle type of offense, rather mm-hmm. than a Sean McVay. He does leave his quarterback vulnerable. Uh, you've seen that. We got sacked seven times. Mm-hmm. A lot of that was his scheme. The yeah, Tennessee and, and- Titans got all over uh, 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 Matt Stafford uh, in that game, and they got a pick. I think they got a pick six too because they rushed him. You know, uh, but McVay he he they. They do. They don't take enough deep shots in that offense. Uh, I mean, you got a wide receiver playing running back, and then Debo Samuel—that was his big deal. He didn't want to uh, take that many snaps at running back, and I don't blame him because it shortens right. his career. And and the thing is, like uh, McVeigh's back pocket, his you know his safety net is Cooper Cup, right? Yeah, that's a safety net. So yeah, he, he know, had and, a great game last night. All right, and then for for the Shanahan system for him and, and the 49ers, they're who who's Debo Samuel and 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 then who else after that? You know they don't have the they don't have that much. Yeah. Uh, as much as much as they're talented, they, they they're the they're only so deep, right? So yeah. you know. So who you have winning the Super Bowl? I'm sorry, I didn't ask. I you know I I I want to say Tennessee, but I don't know. Tom Brady might right right off in the sunset this time. <laughs> Eight Super Bowls, man. My dad would puke. My friends at work, my friend at work, she's a she's from West Milwaukee. She hates Brady. Oh, she would love that. Love me to tell her, yeah, he's gonna win his eighth Super Bowl. I will. I hope you're right. I'm out of Nashville. I think this is Buffalo's year. Uh, I think they'll probably end up uh, beating either uh, either Tampa or uh, I just don't see the Rams getting back, man. Uh, I told you about that, that, you know, that stat where teams having the hardest schedule have not won the Super Bowl uh, in the last 10 years. They barely even get to the playoffs having the most difficult schedule. Hey, did, did you have any? Uh, so who's your MVP? I don't know if I have got a chance to answer that email I sent you. No, the no. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the uh, in the category of MVP, maybe going to um, either Derek Henry or some even someone like Lamar Chase, maybe you know. So, Jamar Chase, yeah, that he would might, be really interesting, you know. But it, it usually always goes to the quarterback, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I don't trust any quarterbacks this year. <laughs> well, I think it'll probably. I think uh, Jass Allen's going to break that 
um, drought of MVP, regular season MVP, winning the Super Bowl. I, th- I think he, the last one that did it was, uh, unfortunately, against the Titans. Kurt Warner, 1999, won the MVP that year and, and ended up beating the Tennessee Titans. No MVP winner since Kurt Warner has won the Super Bowl because uh, typically the team leans too much on the quarterback. Uh, a good example was Matt Ryan that year. They they uh, blew that big lead Huge in lead. the uh, in the uh, Super Bowl there. I think Cal Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for that team. Yeah, he was. You know, so I, I've got Josh Allen. Uh, what about Defensive Player of the Year? You think you can I, think I think it. One? It might be one of the Bosa brothers. Okay. You know, I think they'll have the one of them is going to come out big this year if they can stay healthy. You know, um, they they play really big and and so you know I got either one of either one of those guys coming out. Um, listen, I'm a, I have a quick uh, story for pickles. Yeah. I was working at the airport and um, a guy comes in looking for a um, a Scully, you know, because it was really cold and I worked at JFK and it was really cold. It was a uh, it was I think it was yeah it was a uh, late late October, almost November. And I looked at him. I was like, man, I know you. He's like, you don't know me. I was like, yeah, I know you. It was Terrell Davis. He came, he was coming, he was coming from uh, one of those uh, football uh, shows and, and he flew into New York for a game to do some coverage. And, and he, he didn't have a Scully, you know, and I got, a, I got, I was able to get a picture with him. Okay. Brian says, who do you guys think I need to check the most this year? This year. This year, man. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Then I says, "Who do you guys think I need to check the most?" Oh, you talking? He's in, does he need the fantasy, most. Does he need a fantasy pick? Is that what he's thinking? Who do you guys think I need to chip the most this year? You have to. Uh, let's see. I presented a timeshare to Brittany Griner once. She was a rookie. What Brian said. Uh let's see. You have to run that bias again, Brian. Uh, let's go back to the other question. Who do you think I need to chip the most this year? Who needs the chip the most? I, uh, Titans. Probably. <laughs> well, I don't know, Josh Allen. There's so much pressure on, on, the, on the Bills right now since they haven't won with those other teams. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the Titans would be good too. Because yeah. uh, that's one. Like the up-and-coming city. Um, the support, the fan base, uh, being from Tennessee. I mean, you saw the draft party that was here. Yeah, it's huge. Down, downtown. So you're saying Tennessee. And I, and, I, and I think, you know, I'm not even going to – it's not fair to say, but I think the NFL wants Tennessee to win too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would think so. Nashville's a very fast-growing city. Uh, who do you have rookie of the year real quick? Uh, offensive. Offensive rookie of the year? Or um, – I don't, did I write that down? Well, if there's, I mean, I, I can give you, if, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a quarterback. Not, I don't think Kenny yeah. Pickett or Malik Willis. Uh, no, it won't be a quarterback this year. Having a good, uh, good camp. I think he'll probably get it from Pittsburgh, but I'm not in love with that quarterback. Maybe Kenneth Walker from Seattle, but he ended up getting hurt. He was a Michigan State running back that was really good. Um, the offensive rookie of the year, I think, is going to be a hard one to figure out this year. Yeah. Yeah, defense, they, probably Aiden Hutchinson. Man, he looks great. Or Walker with uh with with, with Jacksonville. Yeah, those two are are are, are one of uh, uh, the two that I I would favor the most. Um, you know what team to look out for the most? 
is going to be the Dolphins, man. They yeah. they got everything on the table. Um, I'm I'm glad that McDaniel's is working with the with the defensive coordinator. I hear that he's not just pushing on pushing on the 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 Shanahan book too hard. Yeah. He's looking to see how his players work on on both ends, offense and defense, and and they're getting creative down there. And and uh, they got two young minds in coaching, you know. So if Tua can yeah. can just pick up his game, they're gonna be they're gonna be one to watch, man. I'm gonna tell yeah. I'm telling you I'm telling you right now because those those guys they got a lot of weapons there. That defense is. As well, they got a well balanced team. Well, you know, Byron Williams is out. That's our left cornerback there, opposite of Xavier Howard. And I'm reading during their camp reports that teams are still getting pushed up the middle on their offensive line. They Armstead's doing good, but you know that Tua doesn't have the quickest feet. He's no Josh Allen or Lamar, uh, and he don't have he don't have the arm strength of a Pat Mahomes. Uh, and they have a pretty hard schedule. I mean, I think they'll beat New England come Sunday, but man, it gets rough. I mean, they got to go play at Baltimore, Buffalo. That's back to back right there. Yeah, but they got two. Man, they got a lot of assets. Man, they got a great running back. They got Waddle as a as a second receiver. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's crazy. You know, like the tight yeah, end is, is the tight. He's a good tight end. Rizeki's a, a a great player. Like you know, yeah. I, I don't think he should block as much as he blocks now. Uh, but those blocks help Tua. Give him a few seconds, but uh, you know, I think he needs to just be out there and 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 you know, running around like Jimmy Graham because he's got great hands. Yeah, and let's go back to Brian. Brian said, Yeah, that is true. I do think that Green Bay, uh, it's starting to get embarrassing for well, Green Bay's in a terrible division, right? So, all these yeah, games that it's getting embarrassing getting, that they can't win a playoff game at it's home, not embarrassing. it's home field advantage twice in a row. Rob, come on, who's the coach? Who's the coach? Come I mean, on, it's man. The second coach they went through. Aaron is taking a lot of money there. I it do think they're going to play well this year, though. I, but I don't think they're going to. Brian's got a good point there. Rodgers is too talented to have just one ring. It, does, it doesn't matter who your, who your players are. If your coach is not giving them the right schemes, man, and not giving you the right calls. LaFleur is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is still green as a coach. They're winning because they're in a poor division. They play the Shanahan system, which – Takes Aaron Rodgers out, like when when you know out of contention when when he should be like, you know, yeah. protected a little bit more. Um, and 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 even if he's not protected, he still makes plays, which is crazy. Um, yeah. but you can't you can't go off of that and, and expect to to win win and be in the Super Bowl. Like again, a lot of these Super Bowl winning quarterbacks haven't been the best quarterbacks in the league. If you think about no, it. No, that's true. But you know? Rodgers, he he knows he knows the statistics. And that's why I don't have Tennessee in the Super Bowl. Uh Tannehill's a 39, uh, $38, 39000000 million cap hit this year. Uh Aaron Rodgers, he's got a really high cap hit. Like a Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. Love Aaron Rodgers. But they always took the big money. And you have to have yourself a defense. You yeah. have to have yourself that extra player on defense. Maybe that other guard that maybe gets you a little bit more push in the running game. And Brian's right. You know, $50 million. You know, this guy's got one of the highest quarterback touchdown to interception radio ratios in the history of the league. And, you know, he, he's probably going to top Dan Marino. Got good. I mean, I'm glad he's got that one ring. But there is a, you know, it's a lot of pressure on him. I think he's thinking more about individual 
accolades. And there's a chance he could win MVP again this year uh, with three straight. That would be crazy. Yeah, but uh, I, I think the Vikings, the Vikings will, will win the North this year. I mean, they have – Oh, you've been listening to too much Colin Cowan. No, no. They, they have – in defense. Come on, man. They have a very Kirk balanced Cousins. team. They have a very balanced team on offense and defense. They're going to be able to run the ball. They can. They have a lot of good receivers out there. They have one of the most overrated or underrated quarterbacks in the NFL, however, however which way you want to – He's another one, $31 million cap hit. You know, but is, there's not one dime that he hasn't tried to earn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Brian's talking about Rodgers. We'll see. We shall see, my friend. I do like Justin Jefferson. Uh, well, I guess that's it. So you have, a year, so who are you gonna take, Tampa, or, Tampa or Tennessee? I mean, you got to pick a winner. I, I'm picking Buffalo to beat 49ers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna give this to Vrabel. Uh, he's longing to to be on a championship team. Uh, moving Tennessee, from Ohio State, the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, He's a he's a he's a guy who's been on the right since he got into coaching and he's gonna he's, he's it's time for him to win one right so oh I I yeah I hope you'll be in town we'll hang out and have a few beers or something I mean that would be great if Titans did it I, but I, I try to look at it from not Titans blue sunglasses <laughs> um. <laughs> no man like you know and I don't I don't want to touch the money like you know um, and but again. I'm I'm looking at it more as a, a this team, as a team. Not not not, you know, the teams I root for are nowhere near a championship here at all. Yeah. You know, I, I like the Jets and the Giants. Uh, I, I you know, if you guys don't know the story about me, I lived in Europe. I was watching Superstation, so I I grew up on New York sports, and yeah. and I grew up on liking both sport. You know, both teams in, in every sport. So. Um, you know, it's heartbreaking to to know that your team is going to be in the draft next year and leading, <laughs> leading <from laughs> first round picks, both teams, you know, and then you can't catch yeah. a break. The only team from New York and I don't root for them is Buffalo. Um, that's just because they're not in the city, you know, not, you know, uh, and they're upstate. But yeah. Uh, and and liking the Jets and the Giants and seeing what they're going through in their leadership and their management yeah. and their coaching. Uh, Titans beat them out the water you know they blow them out the water and yeah. and the titans been building they've been building what they have there in the last five seasons um and when when some of these guys go because they're looking for a, a bigger opportunity they they're taken away from the opportunity of, of winning something there in tennessee and i think this is the time that Vrabel will step up and he'll win it for himself you know yeah. a lot of these coordinators have packed up and gone and they haven't won anything and and that includes lafleur you know, he's a, he's in Green Bay. Yeah, he was only there one year, though. Yeah, Arthur yeah. left last year. He went to Atlanta. Um, there. Yeah. He's, well, he's they have a, a horrible, horrible set. Here's your top five next year in the draft. It's going to be Seattle, Atlanta, mm -hmm. yeah. and Houston. No, I don't think Atlanta will be top five, but uh, oh, God. with Mariota. I mean, come on, Mariota's again. He's terrible. You saw him play. He, yeah, he, he's took, the Titans, he took the Titans to a playoff with very little talent. Might might I add, very little talent. That was a fluke. <laughs> a fluke. The man. The man. <laughs> they had a good running game there too. Yeah. Well, the man, uh, well you know, I'm the over this hour. Oh, plug your shows, by the way. So, what show do you do on Friday at 7 a.m. Central Time? So What's I'm I'm on with uh, TGI Sports. I'm a co-host with Keith. Um, you know, we we talk about Northeast sports. Um, you know, uh, right now we talk about baseball, the Yankees and the Mets. 
we talked about the Jets and the Giants. He's you know he's and liking that's on that. YouTube, right? YouTube that's on, yeah, that, you can find out on Facebook, on YouTube, on, on all the media, on podcasts. Um, you can also find us on Roku. Uh, it's replayed twelve o'clock uh, Eastern time on Roku. So if you guys are uh, uh, under the the Northeastern Sports moniker. Okay, so what what is this you do on Thursdays? On Thursday, I got the opportunity to uh, to do post game reports with the sports yep. buffoons off of uh, Let's Talk Sports Network, uh, and um, you know we, we'll be doing the uh, post games from the uh, Amazon that a YouTube Prime channel as well. Yeah, they're on YouTube. They're on all again. They're on all streaming podcasts, and they're also on Roku as well. So okay, that's the that's the um, network that the Dan started a few years back. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, and, and I very well may bring you on Friday nights here and we, we talk. I mean, I'll be glad, I'll be glad to be on here with you, man. And like, you know, and I'll let you in on, on the, on what's not happening in New York sports. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, it, yeah. it's, it is what it is when you're in New York, right? You, you got to take the good with the bad, right? Well, I just want Aaron judge to get those 62 home runs, man. You, you know, he's, they got to pitch to him. And if they don't <laughs> pitch to him, he ain't going to get what it. What is he up to now? 54, 55, I believe. Oh, is it 55? Okay. That's what I want. I don't want him to win anything, but I want Judge to get that record. I, I, it's going to be tough like when he leaves New York, guy. man. I said it here. That's a hot take. <laughs> That's a hot take. All right. Well, guys, if you like the show, share the show. Carlos will stay in touch uh, possibly by next week. You got all my contact information. Have a good night, everybody. I'm going to wrap up good the show, show boy, over an hour. All right, buddy. Good job, See Rob. Ya. We'll talk soon, man. Peace. All right, buddy. Have a good See one, guys. Folks. Happy Friday. Yep.